Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to your favorite podcast. All the things I wish I could say with your host, Beyonce K. That's me. And I'm so happy to be back. I'm so happy to be talking to you guys again. I am so, so, so deeply sorry that during the third week of March, there was no episode on the Wednesday. And that is purely because I had a whole objective. The whole plan of this week's episode is about the gym. And it was an experimental kind of innovative idea that I had. And so I would have to go to the gym and I was going to continue the episode, like the same episode, but just a couple days later. But what had happened is the day I was going to go to the gym and I'm not even making this up. I swear to God, I'm not making excuses. I swear to God, I, the way my life paints itself makes it seem like I am just the world's best excuse maker ever. But genuinely, my period came on Friday, literally the moment I came home from work. So the whole day, first off, I was wearing my favorite jeans right now, which would have been absolutely tragic because they cost like 50 bucks. So I was wearing my favorite new jeans that make me look super good. And it's so funny because I get so many compliments like, where do you buy your jeans when I wear these jeans? So I would have been crushed first off. And second of all, it happened the moment I came home and I was like, I wonder why, like it was the day I chose not to eat breakfast because I had no time. And I always prioritize nowadays eating breakfast because breakfast is the most important, most important part. Blah, 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 blah. It's 843. It's late at night, but breakfast is the most important meal of the day. And so when you don't have it, you feel like you're missing something. And literally I was missing something and I was dead and dry the whole day at work. I was so tired. I was so exhausted. I felt so tired. And then I came home and I was like, why am I in such a bad mood? Like even things that make me happy are making me happy right now because I'm in a bad mood. And I just believe that it was because I was talking to people 24 seven that day. And when I'm already not in a good mood from like not eating or not getting my morning coffee, you know, just stay away for a little bit because I am like a bull with horns. I need some time from talking. You know, I, I can't talk 24 seven, even though I'd love to, I can't, I just, I can't do that. And so I was just in a really rough mood. And then I went to the washroom and I, no, I went to shave. And then I was like, oh my God, what the hell was this massacre? Like what happened? And then of course I realized I got my period and I was like, ah, there it is. And then obviously I was like with me in my period, oh, we're just deep diving into this. This is so personal. Please do not unfollow my podcast. I promise I will never talk about periods again. I don't want to be that awkward mom make you uncomfortable. But basically, if you're a man, you may not understand this as well. Hopefully me explaining makes you gauge it better. But if you're a girl, then you can relate, obviously. Basically, the first two days of my period, maybe three, if it's a really bad month, but usually the first two are the worst two days of my period. The fourth and fifth day, I don't even have a fifth day. Like it's like the fourth day and then it's done. And then I, I'm done my period and it's blessed because my body's just like that. But the first two days are so dreadfully awful. The flow is incredibly heavy. I have never seen it get so heavy. It recently got this heavy the past like six months. It's insane. I'm bleeding nonstop. I'm wearing legitimate diapers. 
if I ran out of the, the big pads, I have to wear two medium-sized pads. Like, it's insane. The flow, heavy as hell. And then it's disgusting. I hate the feeling of being on my period. I feel dirty. I feel disgusting. I feel gross. I feel so nasty. And then I'm like, what am I going to do? I'm already afraid as fuck to go to the gym. So I'm not going to go to the gym when I'm feeling like so unconfident. I also did not feel too bloated. The period session, I did not feel bloated at all, which is a blessing. But um, I didn't feel cute. I'm wearing a diaper and I'm afraid of tampons. So it's not an option. But it's like, no matter how much layers of clothes I put on, the first time I go to the gym, I want to look cute for myself because I know if I look cute, I feel cute. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's a win-win situation and I wasn't going to get that by going on my period, which is why I didn't go to the gym and that's why the episode got delayed. Not by choice. I swear to God, I recorded the episode. I swear to God, I was so mad about it, but everything happens for a reason nothing happens before it's time which is why this week we are actually going to record the episode and in two days i'm actually going to the gym so get ready get excited this week is going to be a fun ass episode but it's going to be posted around monday tuesday ish just because i got to edit it so it's going to be a really weird off episode and also i'm supposed to have another episode due on the wednesday so what i'm just gonna do is post this episode on the wednesday so i'm so sorry i did miss a week but it was for reasonable cause literally girl needs my period happened give me a minute okay i usually girl boss gatekeep but i couldn't do that this time and that's okay you're allowed to take a break anyways how are you guys doing i have been talking for the whole entire segment obviously it's my podcast but i just feel like i've been talking and i haven't been listening to you guys so you know how have you guys been doing how's school i know like it's the end of the school year so graduation may be approaching for some of you guys i know that midterms and exams spring break just happened how was yours at my university spring break is super early it's like in like the second week of february but this year was the third week because of covid so it was just a week and literally I'm not on campus. I don't go to school in person. I'm literally at home all the time at school. So I felt no ways when spring break happened. It was just a nice relief that I didn't have lecture. That was nice because it's nice knowing that I don't have obligations like to attend lecture. I'm going to miss something. I'm afraid I'm behind. You know, it was really nice having that. So I enjoyed that. How was your spring break? Did you go anywhere? Please comment on my Instagram. Tell me how you guys are doing. First off, a shout out, Christine. I love you so much. Her podcast, It's Time Meal, and her YouTube channel is phenomenal. Literally, chef's kiss. I love Christine. And I want to give a huge shout out to her because she's, again, a my internet bestie. That girl is my ride or die. We've been friends for four years, and she is so consistent. She is so thoughtful and her podcast is full of fucking wisdom. She is such a boss and I love her. I love her charisma. I love her personality. I love her energy. Please check out her podcast. It's insightful. It's impactful and you're going to gain so much from it. So please check her out. Binge all her episodes like I do religiously and download them on Spotify because it's available on Spotify for free. So go check her out she recently commented on my Instagram about exciting things that were happening for her. And that's what I love. Like, that's what I want. I want to get those messages of like, I don't care if you just went to the store today. If you went to the store today, tell me you went to the damn store. I want to know. Like, I want you guys to interact with me. Like, I want to have that community because, you know, I'm starting that community. I just want it to grow, you know, from me. So 
or not from me, but like, you know, around me. That's what I mean. And yeah, uh, I just want to give you guys a couple updates because I know it's good to give you guys the one two. what's going on um, with me. I have one less than one month left of school. I have like two, three weeks left of school and then I'm done. I have completed my undergrad of university, which is literally beyond me. I can't, I can't rationalize and I am a 21 year old who has a degree. I have a degree on my belt. That's, that's pretty cool. That's, 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 that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. So, um, four years of school for nothing. Just kidding. Just kidding. We're off to bigger and better things in the future. Don't worry about that. Yeah. I'm going to graduate soon. Another update is I have been trying to like kind of conform my room for the spring and summer, because if you don't know, spring and summer is my prime. And now that I've gotten better at makeup, I've gotten better at fashion. It just elevates every year, I'd like to believe. And we're blooming, we're blossoming, we're growing each year. So this summer is going to be hot girl taking summer because obviously I'm cuffed for life with my boo, my boyfriend. But you can still be a hot girl with your boyfriend. You can be a hot girl with your hot ass boyfriend. Duh. It makes sense. So I'm just so excited for hot girl cuffed summer. I gotta add that in because, you know, you gotta let the world know you got a boo. And the boo is with you. So it's hot boy, hot girl summer, obviously. So I'm so excited for summer. And I've been buying like plants and new wall decor. And I think one of the most important updates, the last one I'm gonna share because I've been rambling for a little bit too long is I have been so in tune with things going on in my life and I have been appreciating having like one bad day and then picking yourself up in the midst of having a bad day and preparing yourself for having a phenomenal day the next day. Like that has been like my favorite meal to eat whenever I'm having a bad day. Like I just, I love the work ethic. I love the dedication and you know, I'm able to realize like, oh, I need a break like I need to slow down and right now for example like my work situation is getting kind of confusing and very trivial and very packed because as I've explained before I'm leaving the work retail life that I have right now not by choice it's closing down I already explained this but right now we're like about to close down so it's like everything's super hectic everything's super crazy and it's just insane and I'm realizing with certain parts of my life that I'm used to doing on a daily routine, I need to slow down because I was just kind of getting burnt out and we don't want burnout. So we really do pace ourselves, which is important. And I'm proud of myself for recognizing that. And I know I said I wasn't going to have any more updates, but I got to share one really cool one. Basically a TikTok that I made on my spam TikTok that I don't tell anyone about at all besides two friends, Jaleen and Hunter, because of course they are my wives and my boyfriend knows, but my boyfriend doesn't have TikTok. So then he doesn't, you know what, but I said, whatever. Anyways, no one knows about it besides two people that I love very much, my besties. And one of my videos went kind of bigger than usual. I don't want, I don't know if you classify it as viral. Let's go check it out right now. I'm going to tell you guys the stats right now. And I'm only geeking about this because I'm only geeking about this because this never happens to me. I don't blow up on things. And again, like, I don't even know if I can consider this blowing up. Like, like, is this considered blowing up? Oh my God. <gasps> guys, I think it's like re-blowing up a little bit. Basically, 
This is so cool. Okay, it has 403.1k views. And then it has 26.3k likes. And it, is, it has been shared 47 times. That's pretty cool. And when I first saw it, I thought that I had accidentally selected the um, promote my video, like, thing on tiktok where you have to actually purchase coins to promote your tiktok I, I thought i had bought i was like what the fuck did i do what the hell for views what the fuck like what and i was like freaking out for like two minutes then i checked didn't do that my video just randomly blew up i'd like to say it's because of the climate of like politics right now and like the mass mandate lifting in ontario but that's just me putting my two cents in and i'm probably wrong but that's insane and it was about masks and everything, double masking, because I were in re work in retail. But isn't that so cool? You know, okay, it almost has half a million views, so I'd like to say it went viral, okay? And y'all, like, I had people messaging me being like, is that you? And I'm like, yeah, that's me. Like, and what else? Like, anyways, I'm gassing myself up too much. But it was cool while it lasted. I made that video, like, this second day of March, so literally it was such, such a long time ago but it's just not blowing up and it's cool and it's over with and it's done and we're done we're never talking about it again because that's so cringe oh my gosh guys fun little fact whenever i make my protein shakes i feel like i have even though i most likely haven't but i feel like i've met my protein goal for the day and it's so funny because i'm like oh my god i met my protein goal just because I have a protein smoothie, but like I pack it with protein, oats, literally the whole container of protein powder. And I put flax seeds. I put all the things that are going to give me the gains I need. And I'm like, put it on, put it on, put it on. So let's get into this week's episode. And this week's episode is extremely important to me because all of my life I have been terrified of the gym. I have been afraid of it. Whenever I had to do PE in high school and elementary, I simply stayed in the gymnasium, went nowhere near the lifting room. I am afraid of exercising in public. I find it humiliating for me because I grew up training in front of people like with track. You couldn't say, I'm afraid to run. I'm afraid to do a practice run. You had to do it. You were in track. It's a public sport. So I did that. And then in high school, obviously, my anxiety just, oh my God, it took over my entire being. And I stopped sports. I stopped everything public. I did nothing in front of people. And so whenever I have to do things publicly, I feel pretty humiliated. And that's where the idea for this week's episode came from. So in this week's episode, it's the one where we overcome our gym anxiety. So this week's episode is going to be pretty complex. I was explaining in the beginning how I wanted to film one section on one day, then actually go to the gym another day and give an update, which is exactly what I want to do. So I'm going to go to the gym on Friday and today is Wednesday, which is the day I'm recording it. So I want you to be able to really live the breakthrough moment with me. I don't just want to say these words. I actually want to put action to the words because actions, what? They speak louder than words. Say it again. Actions, what? They speak louder than words. They speak volumes. 
My history with working out is very complex and I'm not going to get into like the nitty gritty bad moments right now. I'll definitely have an episode devoted to like eating disorders and body dysmorphia, but I've been suffer I've suffered from an eating disorders since I was 14. And so before that I, I had terrible body image issues, always looking for a thigh gap, always blah blah blah, you know. It was ever since I was 8, like it's 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 wild, but I was always fixated with losing weight all the time. And then when you combine that with depression, sometimes you get introduced to binging. And so then I was introduced to binging, but it would be like extreme binging and then working out for like an hour. And it was like, it was never a balance. It was never healthy. It was never good for me at all. It was very unhealthy. And so I developed a addiction to working out at home I would work out every single day if I knew I was going to miss the following day I'd work out twice that day I would give it 200% because I never wanted to miss a day in the gym aka my at-home gym because you know I'm blessed and lucky and grateful enough and fortunate to have a treadmill and elliptical and equipment that I can afford to buy myself so I'm very blessed in that sense from the beginning and so I created this really unhealthy relationship with working out the summer of 2020 I was really depressed and I also met my boyfriend and my boyfriend completely I'd like to say took away but obviously like you have to actually work on your depression to actually make it go away but he distracted me from my depression extremely so blessed for him for doing that because I needed that more than anything. And with that, I also kind of lost the mojo to work out. So I stopped working out for like a year. And my body, A, because I was starving myself, because I also was crippling in my eating disorder, I wasn't gaining weight, you know? So I was fine. Like, obviously, my whole mentality for working out wasn't, oh, you gotta gain muscle, get those gains. It was, oh, you gotta lose weight and be the skinniest you could possibly be. That was my whole thing. That was my mantra. And so I had a really bad relationship with working out up until I'd say, honestly, 2021, when I got into doing HIIT workouts and then core workouts for certain body parts. And I started appreciating the art of working out and how your body can just shift by doing these like simple movements. You can literally grow your body to be the best that it can possibly be. And then I like grew obsessed with that logic and that whole process and the training behind it and the dedication and the food put into that. And then slowly but surely, I'd honestly have to really think about how I got out of my eating disorder, but I fell off my eating disorder. And now I'm like, I'd like to say I've been saved, but like, I'm fine now. Like I'm fine. I don't have any fear foods to this day anymore at all which is insane because I had a whole fucking book like five months ago which I don't know what honestly mindset over matter your mindset can change your entire life that's what I'd like to say and it takes time it took me again from when I was like 13 like 14 like super tiny I'm 21 now turning 22 in October so it's taken a long time and anyways, so after I got over my eating disorder, I started appreciating lifting and I bought myself an at-home gym. 
like more lifting weights so I could actually do like progressive overload and now my body has been super comfortable with the weights I have right now that now I'm slowly migrating to the gym where I can go and do even more progressive overload slow down the reps work on the tension rather than like the amount that you get to do you know so I'm super excited for that journey to start and I spent a lot of money and time investing in prepping myself for the big world, which is AKA the gym. And I struggle with anxiety through in and out. And I was diagnosed with extreme anxiety, which if you don't know, it is the most, like it's the highest rank of anxiety you could be diagnosed with. I have a an intense fear of just doing things so publicly like the gym especially with comparisons and seeing people who are going to be obviously more progressed than you and better looking than you and you don't want to feel intimidated or humiliated or unconfident in a environment that you are new in it's like going to high school that you know no one at you know so I really wanted to make sure that when I went to the gym I was ready You know, there was a part of me that wanted to just rip the bandaid off. And I bet you guys can relate to that too. You know, you have instances in your life when you feel like, oh my God, I just want to get it over with. Like, I don't want to even think about it. And you could use that example and apply it to maybe going to a new school or trying a new hobby or having to drive somewhere different. You know, you just kind of want to get it over with. You don't even really get to enjoy the moment so much because you're so fixated on getting it over with and I really really wanted to appreciate this journey that I've been on and I don't want to rush it and I want to accept that it's taken me so long to do something that's so simple and mundane to many people but I definitely know it's a life changer most definitely and with my whole schedule changing and my work life changing I thought it was the perfect time to just plop a new thing in which is the gym and it'll give me a new excuse to do something great each day and so although I work out at home and that is another great thing I do each day it's good to change things up and with the weather getting better I can't find any more excuses may I say myself so I understand that working at home is comfortable and it is super calm it's zen you have no one watching you of course you know your siblings running around but like for the most part you can isolate yourself and you just feel super in your zone you know and honestly working out at home it literally can be done as long as you have all the weights and that's the only issue a lot of society can't afford to have weights or machines in their home which is why they resort to the gym which is completely fine it's why i'm resorting to the gym too because although i was blessed and fortunate enough to have like a treadmill and a couple like 25 pound weights i still don't have like 45 pound weights and i can't really practice progressive overload with what i have at home necessarily so i need to ultimately go to the gym which is fine because we have those resources in the world to do things like that and you shouldn't feel bad about it and so i really appreciate places like the gym because it's like a safe place for the most part of course to become something great and to work on yourself And they have the resources to help yourself to be that great person. We're going to talk about gym phobia. Google says that gym phobia is essentially the fear of going to the gym and working out in front of others. 
and you feel overwhelmed when you're in a gym or think about the gym and that is literally me whenever my boyfriend drives by planet fitness or fit for less and he's like i have two memberships to both places we're going in right now my heart rate has never been higher it is the most terrifying moment of my entire life i am literally petrified 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 i'm so scared and that's fine it's completely fine that i'm afraid like obviously it's okay that i'm it's okay that you're afraid how many of you guys are terrified of going i know there are much more than there are that aren't afraid like i know it's more that are afraid than aren't like most definitely I was actually researching an article and in Canadian fitness industry statistics, they stated that 77% of Canadians work out from home. And that statistic was from 2021. It is very recent, very accurate, and it's very true. I think that with social media and with just, I guess, the gym mentality, a lot of people believe that everyone goes to the gym and everyone's in the gym. And that is very false. Literally, 30% are at the gym and 70% work out from home because the goals of people are very different tremendously. And so a lot of people have gyms at their home. You don't need to go to a gym to see gains by any means. I've been working out from my home and I've seen many gains from myself. I am very proud of how far I've come from working out for a solid month now, even though I'm going to the gym. And even though it's hard for me to be like, live by this right now, I do believe that you don't have to go to the gym to see a difference. And you can make your at-home gym your gym. And you can call it your gym. You can call it, oh, I go to the gym every day because it is your gym. No one asked you for the IP address. Nobody said, what's the zip code? Nobody asked for the address. All you got to say is my gym. That's all you got to say. And, you know, I think it's a really bad misconception that you have to be in a gym institution to see a difference in your body. And when I hear people saying that, I want to slap them across the face because obviously if you're choosing to work out at home, you have the equipment, you have the resources, you have the same tools that the gym has, obviously. And I, oh my God, it bugs the crap out of me when people are like, you can't get any gains at home because you can. Don't underestimate the resources that someone has. Like ask questions, don't assume Anyways, obviously it's not that deep and like you can just go on to the next person, but it's just a really bad misconception and I believe that you can see the same gains at home that you can in the gym as long as you have the right equipment. I'm not saying doing like hip thrusts in midair with no equipment is going to do the same thing as the gym. That's not what I'm preaching at all because it's not going to give you the same results. Obviously, you need the same results, just different location. That's all I'm saying. So for me let's get comfortable. For me, the stemming problem from my gym anxiety is the anxiety. A. B is my low confidence in the gym. C is my comparing ass in the gym. D is my low self-esteem in the gym. It is a lot of really negative things. It's all negative, 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 negative. It is all gross, ugly, unempowering words like low confidence comparing low self-esteem anxious those are all words we do not want to hear and then when you say 
you feel those things before actually going into an establishment. You don't want to go into the establishment because why in the world would you willingly put yourself in a situation where you know, regardless of how prepared you think you are going to be, you will always feel those things. Like, why would you want to put yourself in that position? But again, in life, your ultimate goal should be, I want to better myself. I want to progress myself. I want to get better. Nobody's perfect. Nobody is perfect. And sometimes doing the hardest thing is the best thing to do. And it is so important to realize that no one's journey is linear. Also, no one tells you what's going on in their life. Like a lot of the time when I'm like in a really good session, you know, and I don't want even, I hate saying good session because then it anticipates that like it's going to go bad eventually. But like my life has been very, 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 very blessed. And um, it has been just going up ever since it had gone down. (laughs) And recently, actually, yesterday I had a whole mental breakdown like it was absolutely insane it was so bad like so so bad and it was obviously with reasonable cause it wasn't like out of nowhere like there was a reason behind it and I felt my emotions I was super sad and then I picked myself up and I planned up my next day and I was like I am going to work out tomorrow I am going to get up. I'm going to make coffee. I have work tomorrow. This, 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 this. And I was able to pick myself up out of that rut that I had for like the rest of the evening because the meltdown luckily was only for like four hours and I went to bed because I was so tired from crying. But I know this is very off topic from gym phobia, but I just want to things seem a lot scarier until you actually put yourself in the situation. And, you know, for example, like having a mental breakdown, it seems a lot scarier, intimidating because you feel like if I have that breakdown, I'm going to be in a rut for weeks. I'm not going to be able to pick myself up the next day. I'm going to feel the blues from Tuesday onto Wednesday. Like you're just going to feel like that, that weight over your shoulder. And the reality is if you train yourself to acknowledge that you're going to feel those things, then your brain will feel those things and your heart will feel those things. And then you're going to see yourself progress into being able to develop these really good tools like planning out your next day, listening to happy music. You know, if I heard a sad song on TikTok, I literally closed the app. I was like, I'm not going to hinder the better parts of myself and I'm not going to spoil and tease the really bad depressed parts of my brain because if I do I'm only going to go down that loophole even more and so with the gym tying it all back together you know I my brain like the really anxious part of my brain is like oh my god you're going to feel so unconfident you're going to feel so intimidated so scared so dumb so new so ugly in the gym because I've never been before and I'm so afraid of it and I built up this really bad persona around it because I've been so afraid of it but when you also combat that anxious brain with your other side of your brain that's knowledgeable and that's like I'm aware I'm gonna be scared I'm aware I'm gonna be new I'm aware I'm not gonna know what I'm doing I'm aware I'm gonna make a fool of myself a couple times for the first times whatever maybe even the last time like I'm aware of those things. It's not new to me. But it's okay because I'm going to combat it by picking myself up again. 
Ask for instructions. Ask how to get the best form. Ask questions. When you ask questions, you get more comfortable. And what do you want to do when you're in a super uncomfortable situation is get more comfortable. And I do that by asking questions or I just talk about that situation a lot because it makes my brain trust where I am and then I'm able to really, really, really feel confident in where I am. I hope that made sense. I hope it made sense. I really do hope it did. Obviously, going to the gym for the first time and, you know, I've been asked by many people for the past month if I can go to the gym with them because they know I'm like a gym rat at home. So like, you can kill it in the gym. Come to the gym with me. And I'm like, yeah, but like, I'm afraid of social interaction. And even though I know I'm not going to have to talk to anybody, like I'm not going to talk to anybody in the gym besides the person I'm going with. I am still so afraid to see so many people. Oh my God. It's why I hate, have you, did, did you guys hate school presentations? All my, all my pals that have been cursed with gym phobia did you guys hate presentations did you guys hate having to speak up in front of people did you guys hate having to be sung happy birthday in a whole classroom full of kids did you guys feel embarrassed walking up to a stage did you guys feel embarrassed getting up in the middle of class to get a pencil from the front of class so you had to ask your friend to go for you because you didn't want to get up because you're so self-conscious were you that person because i sure was i most definitely was i I was born with anxiety i swear to god it's part of my blood part of my dna and so even though i have literally healed from my anxiety i have my moments like this one for instance when it's something you can't really shake it's always going to be there whether you want to admit it or not And so when I'm going to the gym, I'm going to be with people that I love, my boyfriend, my friends, my family, and my boyfriend is my family and my friends are my family, but you know what I mean? Anyways, so I'm going to be with the people I love. And when I'm with the people I love outside of the gym, of course, I feel confident. I feel bubbly. I feel bright. I feel big. I feel full. And when I'm in the gym, just talking about myself as a whole, I feel again, anxious, low confident. I feel like I'm comparing myself. I feel very full of low self-esteem. You know, it's a bunch of negative things. And then when you combine that with being around people who you always feel positive and happy around, it is a really sad kind of understanding that you have to work super hard to be in a good mood because you're trying so hard to enjoy the moment despite feeling all those really anxious feelings. And you also don't want to feel unconfident and like you're comparing your body or comparing your skills or your PR, you know, to other people while you're around these people that you love and you value and you cherish. And those people that you love and value and cherish don't want to see you talk about yourself so badly. They don't want to see you whine about how you don't have a good PR, how you can't lift a 45 pound weight or, you know, how you don't look good today in the gym or how you feel bloated. Like they don't want to hear you say those negative things about yourself because no one that you love wants to hear you talk shit about yourself. I know when I hear someone I love talk shit about themselves, I want to in the nicest way, just I want to just I want to just pinch them because I'm like, you are not allowed to say bad things about yourself because you are perfect in my eyes. You are perfect. And so I know at least the people I have around me, they don't want to hear me bitching about how I'm 
not good enough to be in the gym. And so I'm going to feel bad that I'm going to be so low in energy, mood, vibrations around people that I love and I value. And I really, really, really do respect their presence. I don't want to be that low bum of no good energy. You know what I mean? And that scares me a little bit because I feel like regardless of, again, how prepared I am and the mindset I go in with, I am inevitably going to feel those feelings of low confidence because I'm going to see someone that looks 10 times better than me. Someone that has my body goals that I'm trying to get at. I want you guys on this specific episode post on Instagram, if you are afraid of the gym, let me know. What is your reason why you're afraid of the gym? I could list a million why, but I want you to tell me why you're afraid. And, you know, I hope this is like a why I was afraid because I hope a lot of y'all went to the gym like I'm going to do on Friday. And I also don't want to list these things and scare you guys. Be like, oh, my God, don't go to the gym. Like, go to the gym because you're going to be that bitch. Like, I'm so sorry about it, but you got to be that girl. You got to be that girl. You got to be that girl. Also, little... Okay, I'm, I'm gonna just explain why you may feel anxious to go to the gym. One kind of funny fact, I get super distracted super easily. Like, I'm good at holding my attention span when I need to, but when I'm in my own, like, loosey-goosey kind of mood, I will go off. I will just do whatever I gotta do. And so, I will go on my phone, I will start dancing, I'll start singing, I'll start finding the best song that's popping right now, and just go off for like 20 minutes. And then, boom, I'll be working out for like three hours. And it's like, what did I even do? I danced more than I lifted. Like, what's going on here? Another reason why you may feel anxious at the gym is because you're a beginner, or because maybe you are already a gym rat at like an actual gym institution and maybe you had to change gym so it's different settings different people different routines different formulas or maybe you don't really know how to use the equipment which is kind of how I'm going into you know I know form I've been practicing my form to the t while at home and so I also want to say I'm so sorry I keep doing this like deep voice thing I don't know why I'm doing it but I had, a, I had like a quarter of an ice cap. It's done now. And it gave me the jolt of energy that I needed. But basically, I want to say that sometimes you get intimidated to use equipment that you've never really used before, or you're not familiar with, or that you're beginning with. And, you know, I know it can be scary. But don't worry about it. Because you're going to be fine. You're going to learn. I always say go with a partner for the first time. I'll get on to like, you know, ways to overcoming it. But go with a partner. Another reason why you might be anxious is because, you know, you're doing it in front of people, which is obviously very intimidating and scary and very, very, I guess, self-conscious. And maybe it's really crowded. And again, crowds, they freak me out. I have never told anyone this. So you guys are being the first ones to know. My boyfriend knows because obviously he would ask me to go to the mall all the time. But there was a point in my life from like 2021, like 2021 when going to the mall was just so over stimulating for me like I couldn't go and I would always make up an excuse to not to go my my boyfriend listening I am so sorry 
I am so, 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 I almost called him baby on here, but I'm so sorry because I would get any reason to get out of going because I was just so, so anxious about how many people were there because again, crowds are inevitable. And the way I walk into the mall now, I don't even think about it. I literally just go. Like now I ask him to go to the mall because I'm like, rip this fucking band-aid off i don't want it anymore like i'm like no like i don't i don't want this fear anymore get this thing off of me like i'm just like rip this band-aid off but again being really crowded at the gym could be another reason why you're anxious and also because it's male dominated it's most definitely male dominated and again males are the worst no but i'm just joking calm down guys sit down in your seat don't go crazy what i mean is that um you know, it can be scary when obviously men are built different than women and you are intimidated by how men make you feel so small. And so when you're in a gym and, you know, I know when I'm with my boyfriend, I'm going to be like, ha ha, frolicking around, like super like, ha ha ha, he's going to lift everything for me and do everything for me. And I'm going to live my happy world. But once I'm alone at the gym, my god pray for me just kidding don't i don't want to make you scared it's gonna be fine you're gonna be fine you have many witnesses you have cameras of course if anything you can report it so you are fully secured and you got your phone camera always keep that shit full on storage and high on battery done now we have talked about why you feel anxious let's dive into how you can overcome it you guys thought i was only gonna come with the sandwich no i bought the sauces too you have the full meal you made the cake and you get to eat it too so the first tip in overcoming your anxiety in the gym is headphones you need headphones you need them i don't want no ear pods or AirPods. i know i said them wrong leave it as it will be you need headphones my boyfriend bought me the best headphones I've ever had in my entire life and I wear them every single day they are my favorite thing in the entire world and I never knew I needed them until I got them and then they changed my life if you guys want to know what headphones I got please comment in my Instagram and I'll tell you guys the name and the style and everything and I'll maybe even get him to like send me the link so I can hook y'all up but of course I don't want to say the wrong words for the style number so you know if you ask me directly i'll be able to give you a super super direct answer and help you guys out of course the next tip is starting off easy and slow don't rush it you know if your plan is to like go in the gym and your goal is like to touch five different equipments but you're super anxious so you do your reps super fast and super sloppy and super bad on form because you're just anxious and you just want to get out it's not going to work it's better to go slower and do fewer reps and sets than rush your whole routine because it's going to be a waste of time for you like literally a waste of time energy next to wear a hat i will not be wearing a hat because i sweat profusely from my head top so i would come up with an afro if i wore a hat so for me i'm gonna just tie my hair in a bun but you guys can wear hats hats are cute and they cover your face especially if you wear a mask you're in full incognito no one will know who you are and another tip is to learn some form or 
to learn some movements or some exercises beforehand so you feel extra prepared. I know when I go into situations that are super, super fresh to me, I know I've been preaching about being prepared and everything, but um, I kind of go in with a blind eye. <laughs> I do not like being prepared. Like with my new jobs, with interviews, I don't prep, which it has been seen as successful for me as of now. I don't know how long that will that will stay. I don't know if it's going to be like my mantra for the rest of my life, but I definitely don't prepare because I am a born overthinker. So when I prepare, it has to be for a test. It has to be for something knowledge-based. But if I'm going into an interview, first day at a new job, meeting new people, I don't, I know I may freak out about it, but I don't like, unless I'm meeting my loved ones, loved ones, then I get a little bit scared because that's a big ass deal. And you know, it's not temporary. Those relationships are permanent. Now a job or work or whatever, that is just temporary, you know? And I can always just leave the job, you know? But I can't just leave my loved one's family member because, like, I'm part of the family, you know what I mean? So it's, like, it's different. And, of course, you gotta, like, of course, gauge the room, see what times you can go unprepared, what times you can't go unprepared. And in instances like this at the gym, I know I was saying be prepared, but what I really mean is be mindful of the strategies you can use to help yourself when you get anxious in the gym. What I really am going to do is not be prepared, not overthink, not think about it. Because if I do, I am going to not go. And that's just how I am. So we're not going to do that. So we're just not going to think about it. That's basically my mantra. I I think that's pretty common. Um, so no, I might practice like my RDL form in the mirror a couple times. Maybe record it to see how I look if I look foolish. But I always have my boyfriend there. There's also a kajillion mirrors, which I hate because I, there was one point in my eating disorder when it was so bad, I couldn't even look at myself in the mirror. Like, I hate mirrors, but now I kind of like them, but sometimes I kind of hate them because I got curves. So like, it's always a give or take. Anyways, just if you're better under pressure, do not be prepared. And I am actually better under pressure. And if you are not better under pressure, be prepared take it as you will go when it's quiet and dead so for example my first time friday my plan is to go at 4 30 a.m i'm insane but i'm sensible and there's nothing wrong with it and then i'm dressed apart again why i did not go on my period because i was not cute i didn't look cute i did not look cute so dress cute so you can feel cute and then you can knock it out the park go with someone like a friend your boyfriend someone who knows what's up someone else who's familiar with the gym just because you know it is cool experiencing something new with a friend which i also would encourage going with someone else that's also scared can be a really cool experience i've done a lot of things in life like obviously you guys can think of some examples as well which is like going to like an amusement park or doing a new job with a friend for the first time you guys are both fresh and new something new that you've never done before with also someone else who's never done that thing before either can be so exhilarating it can be life-changing it can give you so many life memories but i feel like depending on the situation it is more beneficial to go in with someone who knows something and for me at least that's definitely the gym i definitely don't want to go in with someone who don't know something so that's how i'm going in my boyfriend for the first time um he's a gym junkie so yes or a gym rat whatever they like to be called 
also you can take a tour first my boyfriend tried to let me do that but um my anxiety was really bad a couple months ago so i wouldn't even let him do that for me like he was like we can literally just go in and walk around so you can just get a feel of the place and i was like i can't even do that i can't even do that i can't even do that i was like breaking down um it's literally not even that deep and you know even though some people may think it's silly that i'm devoting a whole episode to the gym anxiety world you know what we exist we matter we are here and we will overcome our fear we will never let our fear overcome us aka me going to the gym for the first time this friday duh um also i have to stop recording podcasts at night because i go ham with my language like why am i saying duh on my podcast like am i illiterate or am i illiterate what is why is my mom calling me that's my madre anyway is maybe hire a trainer um i'm not gonna do that because i don't need a trainer for what i'm going for right now but um hiring a trainer can be fun i've seen my mom go through it she liked it thoroughly until she didn't and i have a couple friends that are trainers personal trainers so you know i definitely know that it does help and it does make a difference tremendously so if that's better for you i know having a trainer can make you feel less anxious you have someone there guiding your workouts which can be super beneficial for you and helpful so maybe look at the different resources that you have at your gym see if you can have maybe a buddy or something and also you can make friends at the gym too like people are friendly they're also scared and quiet and to themselves they're just working out so you can make friends and you know for me personally i will not for the most part because i don't like talking to people (laughs) anyways um as i explained before i'm an introvert when i want to be and i'm an extrovert when i have to be that's my life motto so many life mottos today and the last tip is to plan your workouts when you plan your workouts you will be prepared and when you be prepared you will be less anxious so going with a mindset you know leg day bicep day back day chest day and you just devote your workout to that day i have a workout schedule so i have like a workout split and it makes working out a lot more fun because i know every day is kind of different obviously i repeat legs three times a week to four times because we got to see those gains but for the most part i like to stick to my regular routine you know beautiful people i am so proud of you I am so proud of how far you've come ever since starting my podcast journey with me. And I am really proud of how far you continue to go. I know some days are really hard. I know some hurdles seem higher than others. But really, each hurdle I like to think of it is that they're all at the same level. They're all the same height the same width the same length they're all the same it's just our brain kind of plays tricks on us sometimes about how scary one may be compared to the other and a really big hurdle for me is definitely the gym and going there i understand that this episode is about the gym but i would really 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 be interested to know about some personal hurdles that you guys are currently trying to overcome some that you were planning on overcoming, some that you have yet to overcome, or some that you have recently overcome. Anything. You may think it's small, it's 
big in the high scheme of things. So it can be as simple as like learning to ride your bike or, you know, finally washing all the dishes when you finish eating. You know, that may seem like a super simple task to many people, but for some people, you know, we get tired and, you know, we get forgetful. So we leave it in the sink and then we don't wash it. But, you know, whenever I clean up my kitchen, like the moment I'm done cooking, I feel like so good about myself. Like, yes, it takes energy. Yes, it takes time. But that is what makes all things good. Nothing comes easy at all. If you work hard for it, it's going to be fucking amazing. Like, I just genuinely don't believe that things that are meant to be fall in your lap. I feel like whether, of course, the work is good or bad, you have to put the work in somehow. And that's where you're going to see the difference. So I want you guys to keep going. I want you guys to get your journal out. First off, journaling literally should be like something we're taught in school. It should be the basic ABCs. Get a journal first off. I second of all want you guys to write down five hurdles you want to overcome. I then want you guys to write down three hurdles that you have overcome and one hurdle that you don't even want to approach yet. And I want you guys to slowly work your way up that list or work your way down that list. I want you guys to list where you want to go. I want you to list your accomplishments and then I want you to list your biggest fear, like your biggest fear. And actually, for getting really deep and personal, my biggest fear is actually the gym. I can't really see myself being afraid of much other things. I, of course, have my other little quirks, but the gym is like my biggest one. And so I force myself and dare myself and challenge myself to overcome this fear. I will overcome this fear on March 25th, 2022 at around like 4.30 a.m. Of course, I will give you guys all the details. You guys are going to get the update in this episode later on. But I just want to really stress that you are okay. Sometimes life does not work out the way that you want it to but it works out the way that it's supposed to. And it's going to be so hard to understand why it is and why all these things happen at the moment. But I promise you, in the future, you're going to see it. You're going to read it clear as day. It's going to be clearer than water. And you're going to be so appreciative of that. So I believe in you all. And this is Beyonce signing out for like one second. And this is me before going to the gym for the first time. Watch me become obsessed. Like obsessed. Also, a really big turnoff is like how much it costs to actually start going. Like you have to pay a sanitization fee for like how they clean the gym and stuff. And that's like a pretty penny. And then you got to pay like your monthly. I'm just like, what the fuck is this? Anyways, I'm going to do it still because obviously I want to be a gym rat. Whatever. Anyways, I'm going to the gym. I will update you guys when I'm back. I did not forget about the bi-weekly quote. Don't worry, it's coming at the end of the episode. I want to save it for when I give my update because I really wanted to tie in to this update. I'll see you guys in two days. Have a blessed, blessed, blessed week. And I'll see you guys in like one second. Hello, welcome back.
Or you actually didn't leave, but hello again. I should be introducing myself. I've been gone for a fat minute. I recorded that last Wednesday. I'm I'm so on top of things. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the exact day. I recorded the podcast on the 23rd of March. Of March. Why did I say that so weird? Fun fact: We are our biggest bullies ever. Anyways, but we're not gonna do that. We tend to be, but we're not going to be. Anyways, so I filmed that a week ago, and now I'm filming a week later, when realistically, I could have filmed it sooner, but boom, plot twist, my computer broke, and my dad, I called him, the first person I called, and I was like, dad, my computer's broken, my lifeline, literally my heart is dead, I literally was like, my lifeline is gone, and he was like, what do you mean, and I was like, my computer is dead, it is broken, it's not turning on, long story short, he, my dad, a magician, went to his plug the really smart computer dude and he fixed my computer within a day for a unreasonably good price because he's my dad's plug obviously and i was so happy because nothing was lost my computer looks sexy and healthy again and i'm so happy i think when these things happen you are so grateful to see your electronics the next day like they look newer This laptop is like seven years old and like it looks brand new today. Like I I can't get over it, but I'm so grateful right now. And I'm just so happy because like I didn't freak out. I tried to fix it for 20 minutes, knew I couldn't fix it, called my dad for help. And I was like, I'm gonna let it, I'm gonna let it do itself. I'm gonna not stress about it because what am I, what is stressing gonna do? Literally. And that's kind of what I've been doing most these days now. Just like when a situation happens and I'm like, I fucking want the opposite to be happening right now, but I know I genuinely have no control over it. What am I going to do? What is stressing going to do? It's just going to ruin me more. So I just leave it for the universe to figure out. Not my problem. (laughs) Don't worry. I'm still human. I still get extremely stressed out about things. I'm not nonchalant at all. Now we are after the first part of the podcast has been recorded and you want to know, did I go to the gym? And I'm going to be honest with you. I am not going to bullshit. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be upfront. And I went to the gym. Woo! I am so proud of myself. And like, I don't know. It's like, it's such a weird concept to be proud of because so many people are gym rats like but as i explained in the statistics 70 percent of canadians are at home workout people but like there's so much workout junkies like gym rats that are advertised on social media religiously every single day ruthlessly which i appreciate i love i respect the grind more than you can ever imagine but it can be intimidating and it can make you feel like what am i even doing with my life right now why am I at home working out when I can be at the gym? And your girl got her ass to the gym. I first off want to say, I have to thank my boyfriend. Oh my gosh. I, I don't know if he wants me to say his name on here. His name's Edwin. He's perfect. And I'm so sorry. If, baby, if you, if you I'm so sorry about this. I just ratted your name out, but that's who you are. Anyways. So my boyfriend is the amazing trooper my personal trainer who brought me there, dragged me there. And I have to give him all the credit because he has been asking to take me to the gym for, 
I want to say about a year now. It's been a fat minute. He has wanted to take me since the gym opened back up in Toronto. Like, it's been insane. And I've been like, no, no, no. I've made up every single excuse. And it's pretty cute because he told me this thing the other day at the gym, actually. He was like, it's so weird how, like, all these random incidents happen where we can't go to the gym whenever we try to go. And I'm like, baby, literally, that's just me making up excuses. <laughs> like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I've been avoiding it with all costs, like, literally. But I went. I went last Saturday. Didn't go the Friday. Honestly, not going the Friday really scared me. And I thought I was not going to go at all. And my boyfriend was like, like, he like he was so disappointed that we didn't go Friday. And... I was so disappointed in myself that I didn't go Friday, but I didn't go for reasons I can't explain. We couldn't go. And so it was like, okay, then, you know, the most reasonable thing next is to do Saturday. And you know what? You know what makes this even more phenomenal? I had a plan. Well, actually a not daunting plan. I was going to go in the morning, like at 5.30 bright and early. What happened? Woke up at 6.30. I was like, baby, are you ready? And he was like, I'm tired. We are not going to get gains if we're tired. <laughs> he was like, go back to bed. <laughs> and we went back to bed because when my boyfriend says sleep, he, we sleep. I'm just joking. But no, seriously, he's right. We're not going to get gains, you know, and I don't want my first time to be sloppy and tired. And like, no, we're not going to do that. So we went back to bed, woke up at 10, took it slow. I made us breakfast and we got ready and went to the gym. And I was shitting my pants when we went there. Honestly, I was going to shit my pants. Like, I was literally going to poop. I have had such bad anxiety in the past. And it's gotten so much better. But there are really certain instances in my life and certain areas that make me still so anxious. And the gym, as I've talked about, has been one of those places. And so... In the parking lot, my boyfriend was like, literally, let's just go in. And I was like, please take me anywhere but here. And, you know, I, again, give my boyfriend, like, all of the credit because, yes, it took a lot for me to go in there, but he was, like, and that's why I look up to him so much. He was a good sport through it all. And I was, I wasn't being a negative Nancy, but I was definitely being like, let's get out of here. Like, eventually. 25 minutes later we finally gone to the gym and i was anxious as hell i was so scared i was so nervous but then after he scanned his barcode and we went in for some reason the stress just kind of like it relieved an inch and i was like what's going on here why am i less nervous right now it was only scary until i got in and then i was i wasn't fine but it was bearable which it was never bearable before it was unbearable before so bad i couldn't even step into a gym so immediately i'm like this is not as intimidating i may be able to do this we get in the gym go in the change room separate ways because boys and girls are separated and then i'm in there and i say like text me when you're ready to get out and he's like okay i'll text you and he texts me and oh my god, my stomach is already cramping thinking about how I felt in that moment. But as soon as he texted, I'm ready, I knew that was when the workout actually was going to begin. 
not just sitting and looking pretty but i wasn't even looking pretty my outfit i wore a bit i was gonna wear a cute ass outfit i realized it does take time to build that up so i did wear a big t-shirt but i wore cute leggings they were tie-dye and then i wore no makeup and i didn't have my mask on because i don't like working out with a mask but you know i'm not an anti-masker but when it comes to working out i literally can't breathe i literally will i have asthma i will pass the fuck out and my mom is a nurse so i run it by her and she was like okay that's fine and i was like thank you thank you mom anyway so i i was not glam at all and i don't plan on being glam at all because working out with makeup on makes me break out and so i was like this is it this is where i start and again going back to my boyfriend i have to say thank you to him because he's listening right now and i just want to say like you were amazing like for me to be kind of whining and being like i want to leave like let's not do this and there were times when the reps were so hard guys like i thought i was strong maybe i'm strong mentally i'm not strong physically i was like i can lift 45 pounds what is that on me guys weights are heavy like it's no joke guys it's no joke i can say my legs are definitely stronger than my arms that's why my thighs are so thick which is great but also i want to be strong like going there inspired me to be like i want to be able to lift 85 pounds my boyfriend obviously he's the hulk and so he's like super strong and so when i see him lifting all these weights and like doing these reps i'm like and with ease i'm like what is going like and like i know you have to train to get to that level so i know it took him like he practiced you know he really really disciplined himself and it's like that's so impressive to me like that's so cool that you're that strong and he was just so supportive all the time after reps it was like great job so proud of you like you can do it i'm so proud of you such nice words of affirmation and that it was just it was always so so like gentle and and affirming and just very very sweet all the time there and i didn't know it was possible but as i mentioned in the first part i thought that while being with someone who made me so confident it wouldn't be enough to outweigh how unconfident i felt in an unconfident institution but somehow being with someone as amazing and special as my boyfriend he allowed for his radiant personality to outweigh and outshine my fear and because i was with someone who was so vibrant and so easygoing and someone who was so encouraging and someone who made me feel like so like enjoyable like i actually enjoy what i was doing and i'm literally gonna cry because I like when I tell you in a million years, I never thought, especially my first experience at the gym was going to be something I can truthfully say. I enjoyed every single minute. It was so enjoyable, guys. I literally had the best time of my life. Like he made it so enjoyable. And going into this, as I said, I was so afraid to be so unconfident and so negative and so sour and sad and scared around the people I love who make me feel so confident usually. But somehow, 
I proved myself wrong because being around that person that was so empowering and that usually made me feel confident, it allowed me to feel confident in places where I thought I could never feel confident in. So if you're listening and if you're afraid to go to the gym or any place, any public space, a musical or presentation, bring someone who makes you feel welcome. Bring someone who makes you trust yourself more because Being there with my boyfriend, he made me have trust in myself that I wasn't going to look stupid, that I wasn't going to look like a fool, that I wasn't as scared as I actually was. He made everything seem more dimmer. And all of these amazing moments and laughs and, and jokes that we had in between our workout session was so much more brighter than anything I could have been afraid of. It outweighed all the bad. It made me enjoy going to the gym. And I'm so fucking happy about that. I'm so fucking happy about that. I wrote down some things I gained and learned. Not only the gains I got, but like I also gained some knowledge. Like what is the gym? Is the gym a school or something like that? Before I embark on those. Ooh, it's my drink of the day is iced coffee homemade and oh my god my new obsession (laughs) okay my new obsession i'm a big like at home coffee maker my new obsession is except for ice caps right now my current obsession is ice caps i can't lie but like i make my coffee at home whatever i have been obsessed and i finally have found my favorite starbucks coffee bean like coffee you know like you know how you put your coffee into like the maker and it makes it like my favorite coffee from starbucks and it is the morning brew medium roast guys it's delicious it makes oh my god it makes oh i i i don't think i can drink homemade coffee without that as my coffee like it's just it's that specific one is chef's kiss janae if you're listening she works at starbucks and gets me the plug that's the one i want that's the one that it's delicious let's talk about what i've gained because i got so many gains Ooh. okay first one is i constantly ask for corrections i thought i'd be afraid but as i quote myself i mentioned how asking questions lets you be more comfortable and it makes you less nervous. And so I asked about my form all the time. I was like, is my leg right? Am I spaced out enough? Tell me if I look stupid. Tell me if I'm doing it wrong. I was like, I want to know. Like, I want to get better. My boyfriend was like, perfect at telling me. He gave me like, he backed up. He was like, that's right. That's right. And he was letting me do my thing. And he was doing it in a way that allowed me to actually trust what I was doing, which made me unsubconsciously less insecure. Which again, we are happy about that. I also stayed by my boyfriend a lot. I just felt more comfortable being beside him. Like we never really split up. If he had to get something, then he got something and he came back. Or if I had to go get like a mat, I went and got it and then came back. But like we were always together, which was really nice because our workouts were in sync. We were doing the exact same thing at the same time. Or if it was like a really heavy rep, then he was doing it. I was watching him, then I do it, he'd rest, then we do like reverse, you know? It was always in sync. And I think that's what helped so much was that I was never like, oh, uh, what do I do next? What do I do? I always had him because he's a gym buff. And so I always had him being like, 
next workout it was like legs we did legs guys we did a whole body workout so we went from legs to back to arms and then chest yeah and then a little bit and we did stretches and we did like core work well he did core work i watched him do core work <laughs> um but we were at the gym from dead ass 1 30 p.m to 8 o'clock p.m we were there for seven hours when i tell you it wasn't like we were trying to stay there longer we genuinely we're just there and the time went by so fast and i was like no like why is it over this is so much fun and we were actually gonna go to another gym and try it out but it was so late that i was like no because then our whole night's gonna be messed up so we couldn't but we'll do that this week but i can you do you guys hear me me being like i'm going to the gym <laughs> i'm getting my membership uh next month by the last week of next month i'm getting it because i'll be done school I'll be back on like my work grind, have a new work schedule, so I'll be able to figure out when I can do it. But I just need to finish school in order to do that and all that stuff. Yeah. Can you believe that, guys? I know. Insane. Okay. Also, I just want to say again, like the fact that I went to the gym at a daunting time, 1 p.m., and throughout peak hours, and the gym was actually pretty dead. Like it was busy during sometimes it fluctuated, but usually it was like, a good, nice, small amount of people, which I loved. It made like it was like meant to be, guys. It was meant to be meant to be meant to be and funny moment okay i did not discuss this with my boyfriend but he's gonna hear it for the first time on here basically there was one moment when i was doing like the leg press and there was a man sitting on the bench staring at my crotch and i saw him stare at it twice and i stopped looking because i was like you know what there's nothing i can do i just gotta just just get used to it i guess and wear a bigger shirt next time and like wear sweatpants um uh, my boyfriend did advise me to wear that he was like wear the comfiest clothes you have and he was like don't wear like super tight clothes cause that's uncomfortable and i was like i want to look cute and i got what i deserved <laughs> just kidding no one deserves to be uncomfortably stared at but also maybe he just was just like is this woman doing this right who knows what he was thinking but Yes, boyfriend. That is what happened. And that was the only uncomfortable thing. And then after that, I stopped looking at the old man because I was like, if I keep looking, I'm just going to get more uncomfortable. So just look at the leg press and focus on the gains, which is what I did. Another thing that helped was that we actually tried every single piece of equipment in the gym. I ran on the treadmill with my very athletic boyfriend for five minutes which was impressive and i had no padding bra he didn't realize how hard that was he was like you can do it still i was like my boobs are gonna be jiggling so i held my boobs and ran for five minutes impressive and i love running in the summer and spring i'm a runner she's a track star i go crazy so i i enjoy running a lot i like how we tried everything out so it was never like oh when i come back i'll finally do this one i was like no i had a taste of everything there was a buffet and i got a bite of every single thing on the table it was delicious and it made me feel super fulfilled because I wasn't left asking any questions. I really got to try everything and throughout it all, there was smiling and laughter and jokes and just really sweet moments and pictures and I was so elated to be there with my boyfriend. He made it like, and I mean like he should be everyone's coach, but he's mine. So back off. He is the best workout buddy literally ever. Like he is like, no one can compete. He's amazing and talking a lot helped you know i feel like being there in silence would just be kind of a bum so i think that's why when you go with friends it makes it just such a more enjoyable time and then when you go with your boyfriend it's like 
I'm literally in heaven. Like I'm getting gained and I'm with the love of my life. What's going on? This podcast, just me ranting about my boyfriend. But <laughs> yeah, he's my best friend. So. And then taking breaks. My boyfriend was really generous with that. I thought that when you're at the gym, you just kind of go, go, go to get out there faster. But I feel like absorbing the time there and enjoying your time and resting is what allows you to appreciate all of it more. And so we took breaks. He set a timer, 45 seconds. It was always a good range because if you spend too long resting, you're going to be there longer unreasonably and then you're going to waste time and you're going to get distracted and go on your phone and it's not worth it. So, you know, it was good timed breaks, which I appreciated. And then, you know, asking a lot of questions, wearing what made me feel comfortable in the time and, you know, trying out different weights and finding out what worked for me you know sometimes I couldn't lift 45 I had to go 10 like and that's okay and trying new forms and new exercises I remember we went down to the squat rack and you know I did 25 or I did 10 I think I did 10 so I did 10 on each side it was super cool and I was like okay this is like bearable like this is cool and my boyfriend was like okay like imagine if you tried like heavier ones and I was like but he said it in a very like insinuating that I should do it and I was like you know what I'm gonna do it and he was like and make sure you go really low because I wasn't going low enough and I did it once and I was like this feels good mind you it was a 45 on each side uh that is equivalent to 90 which is so cool so I squat racked 90 pounds and oh my god I hope I'm saying the right thing or was it 30 Either way, that's a lot of weight, I feel like. And so he was like, that's really good. And then I was like, let me do a couple more because I was enjoying it so much. And I did a couple more and it was amazing. So yes, (laughs) that's how it is. That's how my life is. And as I've been talking about my boyfriend a lot, wish him happy birthday. He's turning 22, the big 2-2 on Friday. He's an old man now, my old man, and I'm so happy for him. And I feel like I'm more excited for his birthday than he is. (laughs) But he's very excited. It's just, I'm like, I am outrageously excited. Like, it's absurd how happy I am for him. Um, Yeah, so please wish him happy birthday in the comments on my Instagram post. And um, this one's for you, baby. Happy birthday to the love of my life. Okay. Okay. We're, we're, you, you guys are tired of hearing me. Gush. I should just have an episode called Devoted to Edwin because honestly, and then that episode won't be a new episode. It's going to be snippets of each episode where I mention him. So there you go. That was my first ever gym experience and I'm so grateful that I got to capture it on this podcast I did something experimental and I did something that I thought I would never be able to do in a million years literally never be able to do and then I did it I did the impossible in my head at least and I did it with the help of my best friend and it was one of the most exhilarating happiest moments of my life so far literally of my life so far like truly a oh my god literally happy when I think of it I think of the word happy like guys okay I'm gonna be real with you I have my moments and lately they haven't been like also I'm I'm, like this episode's really long and I hope you like that more than dread it I'm not gonna say sorry because this is my podcast actually I will say sorry I'm so sorry that this is so long because there are so many parts I love about it but if you're not a long episode person then I'm sorry that this is at your expense but you know what it's really good 
you know, I think I'm talking facts and I hope it's helping you. And with that being said, I have been having these moments where these sad moments aren't necessarily like, oh my God, this just happened to me. Like, I'm really sad. It's more of triggers, which I did not see coming. Literally, life throws curveballs that you don't even anticipate. But for some reason, my brain has given me flashbacks of incidents that happened four years ago. And I know you're like, you can't live in the past. And yes, you should not. Who? Yes, you should not live in the past. That's not what I'm preaching or encouraging. What I'm saying is I'm getting flashbacks and triggers to these moments that I suppressed myself from actually healing from because I was like, you know, why don't I just like forget about it (laughs) instead of actually healing from it? And that's what I did for like, I'm going to say like five really big fucked up things that happened to me in my life. And I paid the expense now by getting random flashbacks. But the worst part is that the flashbacks happened because of TikTok. I was on TikTok and I heard an audio from a TV show, Sex Education. And I'm not going to go further into it because I don't want to disclose what happened on here. It was literally a, oh my God, it was like what happened to me, but in a different person's voice. And I got instant flashbacks and I suppressed that shit so far down my head that I'm so surprised that the moment that I heard it it came up so quickly but I think that's what made it so overwhelming was that I was not expecting it at all and of course when that opened the whole wound of things opened and I was like crying for like six hours and this was like four days ago and it's like I think when you go into life and you expect breakdowns to happen and you expect for bad days to happen, that's when you kind of do better. Because when you go into life, at least in my experience, and you're like, everything is great. Everything is going to go great. Nothing bad is ever going to happen. That's when you lose your expectation or you set your expectation too high. You get let down and you lose a sense of reality because that is not reality you know that's not what really happens everything is not always good nothing is perfect you know and you have bad days you have them quite often and you have to be used to that and understand and accept that and so it's good to not be delusional and be like nothing bad ever happens because that's when you get bad it doesn't make sense you know what i mean what i want to say is that I think with all this healing, I've come to the realization that you are bound to have a lot of bad days and that's okay. And I think I just had this epiphany, but a lot of us who have struggled with depression in the past or who still struggle with it, like I do myself, we have forgotten how it felt like to live in our brain before depression because it's what we've known for like almost our whole life or almost our like our whole like matured brain life you know like where we actually like retain information and feel emotions and actually experience things and not everything's la 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 you know we go into high school life actually changes and it's almost like that when you're quote-unquote healthier it is a definition of crying once a week and then being completely fine for the rest of the week 
And again, this may just be my interpretation of it, but you know, when I'm depressed, I'm endlessly crying all the time. And it's, it's not even the crying guys. It is the dreadful depression that I'm facing. And it's this cloud, this thunderstorm over my head every single day. I can't shake the sadness that's going on in my head. I am just sad all the time. It doesn't have to be crying. I'm just sad. It's like this emptiness. And that's the difference. That's how I know I'm not depressed i have my moments i feel depressive episodes don't get me wrong i feel them from time and time again but at the same time you have to recognize that you are not that same person if you aren't that same person and for me i'm not i know what it feels like to be depressed and the feeling of depression i wouldn't wish on my worst enemy it is the worst feeling to feel I can't even describe it. It sucks that I can't describe something I felt for most of my life. I want to leave you with this thought. If you ever wondered what it felt like to live with depression, I'm just going to describe a scenario and maybe that will allow you guys to picture it a little bit more. But imagine being in a blank white room, four by four, just a square kind of room, and there's a light and the light keeps twitching. It keeps flickering like it's like it's dead. And so, like, it's about to die, on the verge of dying. And so you're like, oh, the light bulb needs to be fixed. Like, I need to change the light bulb out. Let me go get another one from the store. So you leave that room, you go to Home Depot, get the light bulb, come back, switch it in. This light bulb is brand new, fresh out of the box, most expensive one, bestseller, 50 bucks. Put it in the ceiling, put it in the light socket. You flip your light switch on. What happens? The light is still flickering. Because no matter what you do, it's always going to be the same. And that's the thing. I really don't know what changed when I went from depression to not depression. Because it all happened so foggy. Nothing is clear during that time. Nothing made anything feel better. And everything felt worse day by day. And then one day, not that it switched, but it wasn't as dull anymore. And I read a quote where it said, after a long time of living in a world that was only gray, I finally can see color. And I think the transition from depression to non-depression is so subtle that you almost don't even realize it until you're completely not depressed and you're like how the fuck did i get here what the fuck happened what did i do then you're sitting at your table trying to write a list of the reasons how you're not depressed anymore and you can't think of anything like me but obviously i'm aware of like the things i did like the active things i had to do every day forcingly to get myself to get healthier but you know when i think about it i'm like i'm still in the same environment i'm seeing like 60 percent of the same people Obviously, I cut off the Ford that weren't good, but I have 60 of the good. And I'm just thinking, like, I think the biggest thing is that, like, I'm, I'm I'm still in my same house. Like, I'm still in my room. And I hear a lot of stories of people that, like, when I'm depressed, I leave the scene. Like, I'm not in the same place. And I couldn't do that. Like, I could have, but, like, I didn't, you know, because I really fucking like my room a lot. And this is going off the tangent. It is the time where I read to you my quote of the day and today's quote 
is by unknown and it reads i want to see what happens if i don't give up that quote is symbolic to not only today's episode but also the life that a lot of my listeners live and lead and it's the life where we are okay with giving up and it wasn't until recently that I learned that failure wasn't when you fail the first time or when you make a mistake the first try or where you make a mistake the seventh time. Failure is when you give up, when you stop trying. That is failure. I was always taught that failure was if you made a mistake the first or second or fifth or 18th time. I did not know that failure was if you quit. That's what we're conditioned to think. Success is when you keep trying. I deem success as when you're proud and you're hardworking and you're you're continuous, your perseverance. That's what I deem as hardworking. That's what I deem as successful. That's succeeding. Not giving up is succeeding. And then you ultimately achieve your goal. Going to the gym was step one. I feel like by allowing myself to stay in my comfort zone in my house, as much as it has the equipment that I need and, you know, I'm doing fine there, I am definitely staying in my comfort zone. And what did I teach you in literally the second episode of my podcast? It was that comfortability will kill you and that you cannot grow in comfort. You can only elevate and change and evolve and grow if you put yourself in uncomfortable situations and you step out of your comfort zone. And so I made it an active rule for myself starting like two months ago to get the fuck out of my comfort zone. And that was by going to the gym. I want to see how amazing I can become if I don't give up. If you have bad habits, guys... I know they're hard to nip in the butt, but if you have bad habits, I want you to just change your wired self, like actively work hard to become a different person. How amazing will you feel if even though you think you can't do right now, you really, really try, like relentlessly try. I want to see you in six months. I want to see you by summer. I want to see how you're glowing, how you're different, how you're just beaming and you're everybody's inspiration i want you to be that person not the it girl i want you to be you i want people to look at you and be in awe not in jealousy or envy i want people to look at you and aspire to be just like you because you are radiant from the inside and out because you didn't give up you didn't conform to society. You didn't just say, okay, and suppress your real emotions. You know, you fought. You fought so hard to get where you are. I refuse to let my brain hold me back from what I know I have the ability to achieve. Being comfortable is uncomfortable. There's no risk. There's no gain. There's nothing. So, you know, if you're listening and if you're able, I want you to go out there and try something you never tried before. Do something you never thought you could do. I went to the fucking gym. I faced my biggest fear to this day. 
going to the gym. I did it. I did it with you guys. On my Instagram post, I want you guys to comment something that you did that was just as courageous and outrageous and brave as me going to the gym. It can be like eating ice cream for the first time, eating a fear food, or, you know, saying hi to that person that you never thought you could. Or maybe presenting in public, or maybe standing up to your parents who have been undermining you. I want you to tell me about something that you did that you were so proud of, something that you were going to give up, but you actually kept going. I want you to tell me about something that makes you so uncomfortable that you did, but you did it. And now you're so fucking proud of yourself because you know what? I know there's dozens of people who are listening who can tell me what they did. I know you did. Every day you do one thing that makes you proud every single day. And if you can't think of one right now, I can tell you one right now. You woke up today. That's something you should be so proud of. It is not easy. It is not easy at all. It is hard. It is hard to wake up. Even on my good mental health days, like this morning, I was like, I don't want to get up. I don't want to get up and work out. I don't want to do it. I want to sleep. I just want to sleep. But you know what? There is no such thing as motivation. There is determination, consistency, drive, desire, and hard work. That's what it takes. So please tell me, comment on my post one brave ass thing you did. What did I do? I went to the gym for the first time and it was fucking amazing. And I'm going back this week until I get a membership. I'll have to go like weekly, but like, you know, I, it was amazing. Thank you, boyfriend. You made it amazing. And I hope you guys have an amazing April. Tomorrow is the last day of Feb of, (laughs) I made a mistake. It is nine o'clock. Am I recording this late? Yes. But I think I thrive at night. Next week, I'm going to say I don't, but I am going to pick up my mom from work now and my boyfriend's birthday is in T minus two days and I'm so excited. I'm so fucking excited. But I wish you guys nothing but the best. I wish you guys nothing but success and proud moments and fulfillness in life. And thank you so much for supporting me and watching me and being here on this journey. And this has been such a a wonderful journey so far look at me i'm a gym rat now (laughs) i'm so happy so i hope you guys enjoyed this episode as much as i enjoyed creating it oh my god and i hope to do more of these experimental episodes i would say you know maybe comment some ideas of what you want me to like do but you know i was thinking like maybe you guys don't really know what i have and haven't done but i say put it out there and i'll just you know knock it down if i've done it in a good way of course And then I'll like do it if I haven't done it. You know what I mean? But with that being said, I'm going to leave you guys. Have an amazing last two days of March. And I hope your April is full of joy, opportunities, and blessings upon blessings upon blessings. And I wish you nothing but the best, guys. Thank you so much for supporting me and listening and hearing me ramble for over an hour and a half. Oh my fucking God. But you know what? I feel like. When you got something to say, you got to say it because that's what we do here on all the things I wish I could say. I'm unleashing my inner Beyonce thoughts. (laughs) Okay, guys, I'm going to go. I hope you guys have a great day. Also, before I go in my first, this is like a full circle moment just to prove my point, but 
In my first episode, I mentioned how people always think I'm every other ethnicity except for Jamaican. And that proves me right because today, two people, two different locations in the same day within an hour apart asked me if I was Indian. (laughs) And one, I had my mask on and one, I had mask off and they were like, are you Indian? And they were like very confident about it. I was like, sorry to break it to you, I'm not. And only sorry to break it to you because they were so confident about it. But it's funny, I guess. I don't know. It's life. It's whatever. But, you know, I am Jamaican, but maybe I'm not. One advised that I did a DNA test because they were convinced I was not fully Jamaican. I may take her up on that. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go, guys. I'm need- I need to stop. Anyways, have a great night. Have a blessed life. And please stay safe. Love you all. Thank you for watching. This is Beyonce, your host all my podcasts, all the things I wish I could say. Bye, beautiful people.